Hey, hey, this is James Cox with the Martial Arts Lifestyle Podcast and another very special treat, man. I tell you, lately with these podcasts, I've learned a lot just by having special guests that I can interview and, you know, I was talking to our, our videographer about setting up some interviews because I know so many martial artists are, are around this different states and nation that, you know, I could maybe do a Zoom kind of interview with, but I really prefer this one-on-one personal touch so I've been holding off and it's like but you know I got to go to these guys or have them come to me and uh, it's a blessing because we have a big uh, annual training seminar so I have several top-notch martial artists masters grandmasters you know really what I want to say is that these people are good human beings and today I have Mr. Al Garza down from the Houston area now, I've known Al for a long time uh, you know I've, I've known of him even in the 80s when I started martial arts and he's he's ahead of me I'm, I'm, I'm the junior here and uh, you know even through our, our, our competitions and mostly in Texas and point karate and kickboxing we, we know so many of the same people, relationships with so many of the different school owners. We <coughs> fought and competed against a lot of the same people. Mm -hmm. But you came up again before me. You mm -hmm. grew up in that rough and tough, Texas tough, blood and guts days, man. You fought some people that I'm glad I didn't fight. <laughs> you know, they were kind of all retiring as I was coming up. And then uh, we, uh, we joined Premier Martial Arts, I think, about near the same time at pretty least. close I, yeah. I joined in 2005 how about yeah. you yeah man I, I think eight, eight. 2008 okay. maybe so yeah. not long after awesome yeah yeah and uh, uh, Al, Al's a pretty humble guy but I will tell you man mm -hmm. he, he he's a great man he runs some very successful martial arts schools three schools in his area got to be over a thousand active students but it's really not about those numbers as it is the number of people that you impact mm -hmm. and i know a lot of people you know if, if i haven't told you much how much i appreciate you and thank you even from afar where you mentored me and you maybe didn't even know it mm -hmm. you know so i do appreciate that and uh, maybe we can start mr garza with you uh, introducing yourself and tell us a little bit about your journey Yes, Mr. Cox, Grandmaster Cox, thank you for that nice uh, introduction. And I uh, just want to say that, yes, I'm honored to be here. You know, I was excited when I saw this event happening, and I'm, I'm just honored to be here and to, to share a little bit of my story. So let me just uh, say that, that I've always been a, a big dreamer from a small place. I'm a small man, and um, I, I've, I've heard it said, you know, that we can set big goals. I call them BHAGs. And uh, when I learned how to do that, I learned how to do something that I was kind of already doing. But God does great things with a person when you surrender to him. And, and uh, you know, my, li my life started out with several falls. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to address those, but at 16, I found martial arts. I thought I was going to be a professional football player, and that didn't work out, <laughs> you know. But martial arts eventually did work out. I went to my first tournament two weeks after my first class got beat up really bad, kept going back, kept getting, getting beat up. Finally, my mother caught me in, a, in the kitchen before I left one day, and she asked me in Spanish, she says, where are you going? I said, I'm going to a tournament. She goes, why you go to those blankety-blank things? You never win a blankety-blank oh. thing. So that was my uh, motivational talk, and I feel like that was, I was in a pivot point. I, I could take that, and I could be defeated by it, or I could take it and really be motivated. Be motivated. And fortunately, I won. And I won my first trophy. And after that, I became a champion. I, I nice. continued to, to train. And, and God had 
great and mighty things store for me at age of 20 as a brown belt. Uh, my brother-in-law and I put our $500 each together and we opened a martial arts school in Dickinson, Texas where, where I was being raised since from 67 to this was 1976. And um, you know, just opening up that school, there was just so many lessons to learn. I was working for Amical Oil as an operator and making good money, have good good security, and it took me a little while to convince my wife that I could do this full time. The second she told me I could, I resigned and have been doing full time martial arts since 1978. Um, doing martial arts, competing, uh, promoting martial arts tournaments, but you know, the, the character aspect of the martial arts is what had always grabbed me. I, I, you know, I heard somebody say recently that, you know, there's a, there's this, there's this series of things that happen here. We got thought, we have action, we have habit, we have character, and we have destiny. Well, they, we, in our society right now, the character has been removed. And uh, right. I, that, that kind of thinking really gets me. I, I want people to be good human beings. You know, and if they had, if I had my way, they would uh, accept my Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, but that's not that's not the only thing. I mean, if we're not going to do that, at least be good human beings. Right, right. And that's been my mindset for many years now. And I, you know, when we threw our first martial arts tournament as a promoter in Texas, um, we did it at a at a church, and God had a plan because we did it in their gym, and uh, I met some people there that invited me to church, and I went to church and. Uh, I was sitting there at the back of the church, you know, the back row with my wife, and the pastor was saying, you know, it's better to tie a millstone around your neck and throw yourself in the depths of the sea than it is to cause one of God's children to stumble and fall. And I was living a life that could have caused a lot of children to stumble and fall, and that got me. And uh, so my wife jumped up at the end when they invited us to give our life to the Lord. She ran up there. My heart was beating out of my chest. Mm. I don't know if I'd have had the courage to go up there by myself, but she went up there. So I followed. I didn't know what I was getting into, but it was something awesome. It, God had a plan. And, um, you know, just competing. Uh, I, I came out of the generation that came out of the, the 70s. Uh, Texas martial arts started in the 60s. And in the 60s, it was it was blood and guts and it was tough. still tough in the 70s and you know I don't like to say that any it was better than anybody else's martial arts I say it was our unique way of doing different. things it's that a we different did, time. You know, right yeah. it was just a, an amazing time I mean I, I, I look up to and I honor all the all the all the guys the the you know um, Roy Kerbins and, and the George Minshew George Minshew owned the first school that I went to um, my cousins, the Benavides, Rosie Benavides was uh, uh, the, my cousin who, who introduced me to George Minshew, who George Minshew invited me to a class because he had a special going on in Houston. So I went back to school on Monday, talked to a guy named Jack Hilton, said, hey, I got a special going on over here. A guy's got a special, you wanna go join? He had just gotten a brand new Pinto, so he drove us to Houston out of Dickinson, which was about a, about a 30 mile drive. Um, so we drove to and from to do karate there. And then I realized after three months, I said, you know, I, um, he winded up going off to college. So I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Galveston where Ishmael Robles and the Benavides were. Well, 
little did I know, Ishmael Robles was be, to become a world champion yeah. kickboxer. Mm-hmm. You know, he, and so I walked in, into training with him, and I became a kickboxer because of that, I, I, under his influence. I was point fighter and then kickboxer, and then, and then doing all the different things. In 88, like you, I, I went for the Golden Greek Award mm-hmm. and, and was it was a lot of work. A lot 32 of tournaments, four events per tournament. Plus, I was traveling outside of the United States for competitions, and plus I was doing kickboxing. I yeah. was kickboxing at the same time. Plus, I had two karate schools and, and two kids. Yeah, I have no idea how all that went yeah. on. But, Same uh, story. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how I did yeah. it. But. but God was working in my life, um, you know, in a way that was amazing. I kept just saying yes, Lord, one yes, Lord at a time. You know, when He called yeah. me to do whatever He asked me to do. So we are very faith-based. Um, you know, we we don't hide it. We we let people know. But at the same time, we're not about religion. You know, one of my favorite sayings is uh you know if you call me religious i'll sidekick you i have have a relationship (laughs) is that what in the bible with the lord jesus christ i think that's in chapter uh the one after revelations (laughs) yeah so that's uh just a little bit of my story and i appreciate man that's awesome that's awesome wow yeah yeah again i know a lot of the same people that 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 uh, we've dealt with. We have a lot of similar things that we do now, and it's, it's busy, man. There's a lot more to martial arts than people realize, and there's a lot more to the martial arts business than people realize, yeah, right? Definitely. What do you see as far as, like, the martial arts side that the things that people don't realize? And, you know, we start with this a lot more than fighting, right? These other benefits and value. Uh, what, what are some of your experiences on, on, on the things that you've seen that people may not expect to have come from martial arts? Well, I think as far as my organization goes, and, and the, uh, the, I'm the chief grandmaster of Premier All Nations now and as well, and you know, my, it, it, everything has been in a relationship, you know, beginning with you know, relationships in our faith. Um, but when you get involved in a martial arts school, you're, you're joining a family. You know, we say we're one family, one yeah. team. And I add to that, you know, it's one fight that we're fighting. We're fighting the good fight to be the best we can be individually. And it's not about competing with other people when you're on the mat. You're on the mat, you're training, and everyone's training in its self-competition at that time. It's not about comparing ourselves to anybody else. I'm a, a Stephen Covey Seven Habits person, and his son wrote Seven Habits of Holly Affected Teens. And he, has, he says there's tumor twins. Tumor twins are unhealthy competition and unhealthy comparisons. Mm. And so I live by that and I try to teach that in our culture. Um, you know, because of relationships, uh, somehow or another I winded up at an event that Barry Vanover was at and um, I saw Premier Martial Arts at that time and uh, it was in 2005 and, and um, I winded up looking at our organization and seeing what he was having and there was some parallels there and I felt like we could benefit a lot by being a part of that. So I winded up joining Premier Martial Arts and uh, you know just a, a little while after that because of the relationship I had with Barry he asked me to be the, the, the grandmaster of the organization. And well well deserved we appreciate the, yeah. you know the leadership Right. that you offer, right? So I think that's what comes out of, uh, uh, of martial arts, though. It's, we say, we have the saying, it's, uh, begin, martial arts always begins and ends with respect, and uh, we're building relationships. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 you get every belt 
is going to come with memories of all the people that helped you get there. Yeah. And there's honor and respect that is uh, always, you always want to live by that. That's right. Be driven yeah. by that. Mm -hmm. That's so my point. Run your own race and become the best version right. of yourself. That's right. Yeah, That's and right. those memories and experiences, are, they are the things that, mm -hmm. that you know, so as long as we have our mind that lasts a lifetime. Right, so so many memories, so many experiences, because so many events. I mean, man, right. demonstrations, tournaments, seminars, fights, you That's know, right. so much going on. And both of our schools, especially yours, I mean, they're they're busy. They're, there's lots of things going on, you know. You, you you create a good culture within your school, right? Thank you. you know, I know Barry sure. says often a, a good martial arts school is, is similar in ways to a good church, and you know, meaning that. It's that uh, love and connection, those relationships, and that culture, you yes, know, sir. right? Yes, you sir. have loyalty, you have dedication, you can't win them all, but you know, people there, um, you got their back, they got your back. That's right. Right? Yeah, almost military-like, well, martial arts, military, mm -hmm. you know, all of those things there. Um, what, what about some of the business side and, you know, even cha challenges, successes on, on, on that business side? You know, I, I was taught, telling you like, man, I sure hope I can train some this weekend. But I know it's tough when I'm here hosting and, you know, delegating and managing and taking care of everything. Sometimes I get better, well, I get better training when I just leave my school. I go somewhere else where I can just right. be a student and I can just focus on, on that instead Most of definitely. that. But I think it's part of what you invest. You invest in, in yourself to become a businessman. You decide to do that so that you can do what you love to do, which is love, love to teach and, and help others benefit from the martial arts. Yeah, and uh, you know, if, if we can't do it well, then we can't. We we, we won't be. We won't last. You know, uh, it is great to to see premier people, the legacy schools and the the franchise. More so, the the legacy schools right now. They've got a track record, and and they're all thriving during this time right mm -hmm. now. Oh, we, and we uh, made it through COVID. We yeah, made it through yeah, a lot yeah. of things. Yeah, I believe that the uh, the all the new franchisers are going to do great because we care about each other and we want to help each other so if you're uh, on either side of that there's no there's no competing and comparing with each other it's about us working together to be yeah, better yeah. Growth, one team one family team. Yeah. follow the systems yes, you know it's laid out systems that's everything you know when you think about your set of habits you live by that's your systems you know so yeah. if you got poor systems uh, you're gonna have a hard time you gotta have some good systems you have some good habits yeah everything Everything laid out. And your family, I know Cody, your son, is an amazing martial artist, a good person. I've, I've seen him and trained with him a lot, and he, he's running a school yeah. as well. And Very blessed. You know, your wife, yeah. and so it's a family thing there, and that's, yeah. that's always good, right? So I had three children, and, and my daughter unfortunately passed away a couple of years yeah. ago. With a, She lost a battle to cancer, uh, but she made it to master rank, and I, I was so, awesome, so huh? pleased and so blessed by her life. And, uh, and her faith that she had uh, even to her last breath. And then uh, I have two sons that made it to black belt as well, my, my middle child, Jacob, first degree black belt. And then Cody works with me and we'll, we'll be uh, taking on from here. He's a master right now and we'll be testing for his sixth degree in 2023. Nice. We have a major uh, testing going on with it's like who's who of Al Garza's premier martial arts will be testing with us that. Okay. Well, I want to be there. Yeah, I'm going to invite you to come for that. Yeah, that'll be awesome. 
that'll be awesome. So what, what, what's your thoughts? I know, uh, you know, our base style, I mean, I'm premier martial arts, but my background is Kaji Kimbo, and, right. and it always will be. And I know you had some interest of, uh, of that art and, and, the, and, the, and the mixed variety concept, because you and I both like that. Uh, being good at all different aspects, not being limited as a martial artist, and you, you've, you know, here for a day or so, you've got to hang out with with some of this crew. And Kajikimbo people can be quite different, but you know, what, what's your thoughts on on um, this, all of that stuff? Well, first of all, I was influenced by Bruce Lee, so yeah. Bruce Lee was a mixed martial artist, and that influenced me right off the bat. And through evolution of all, all the things that I got into, I just out of supply and demand. I think there was a demand for me to learn all the different arts that I've learned. Uh, you know, I'm uh, the 10th degree black belt. I have the grandmaster rank in, in Premier. And then I am a fifth degree in modern Arnese. And I'm a second degree in Japanese Jiu Jitsu. Mm -hmm. And a second degree in modern, uh, excuse me, in uh, uh, Krav Maga. But I'm a blue belt in BJJ. Because yeah, yeah. The, the week I got promoted to 10th degree, I started as a white belt in BJJ. Yeah. And, just recently got my blue belt, and I'm as excited about that blue belt as I am about my tent. <laughs> right, right, so, yeah. So just, I'm working uh, that ladder too. <laughs> yeah. BJJ is uh, so, is different. Yeah. So I think the thing is, is you know, I don't. One of the things we learned from the Covey study that I learned from the Covey study is to celebrate differences. Not, you know, it, it, there's like different levels you can tolerate, which doesn't sound very exciting to me to tolerate a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, you can, you know, accept them. But, you know, to celebrate them is the highest level. Mm. And I, I think that we miss so much by trying to, to compare ourselves to others or to compete like the, like in an unhealthy way. So, yeah. so I mean, just all the martial arts have so much to offer. So when I look at an art, when I'm somebody, my students always asking me, what's your favorite art? Well, right. the one I'm doing at the moment is my favorite one. This is it right here. Yeah. And that's the way I believe. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. that's been a healthy thing for me. It's allowed me to, to get where I'm at as far as, uh, you know, my last paycheck that came from somewhere else was 1978, came from Amico Oil. Mm -hmm. Everything else has come through the, my faith-based school that, that, you know, just brings yeah. back so many blessings. You know, I, the, the Word says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Don't worry about tomorrow. Today has enough to right, focus right. and manage on its own. Yeah, so in, this in the I'm now, yeah, this right is now, it, right, right we're not, now. We're not guaranteed tomorrow, you know, but we, uh, we're here now. Let's make the best of it. Be a good finder. I, I agree. I agree. So uh, what's goals? Uh, what, what are you kind of got some big things coming up? I know the 2023 Black Belt testing you're going to have is, is probably already been in the works. Right. I got a call from know? Troy Dorsey this morning. Troy Dorsey is an amazing guy and, and he called me and he, he was telling me that somebody was asking him about retirement time and he is uh, 52 no I mean he's 59 and uh, so he asked me about he, he thought about me and I said well I'm I kind of live by the Zig Ziglar mentality Zig Ziglar said I, I don't retire I refire refire and, and that's kind of <laughs> where I'm at right now I feel like, like what's next like, right yeah I feel like this is a great season and God's doing many many new yeah. things in my life all things new so that's where I'm at with that you know yeah, yeah. I just talked to Troy recently as well he's going to come yeah. and do a seminar for us here soon right. yeah. yeah amazing guy yeah, we hope yeah. to do some things together and and do them as faith-based uh, seminars too Everybody's welcome, but we're gonna 
share yeah. the Lord with them. Yeah, I saw him start over as a world champion boxing, kickboxing, karate, you name it, and wore yeah, a white belt, belt and started pursuing jiu-jitsu yeah. and worked his way up to his black belt. Right. That's humbling when you, you know, yeah. see guys that will take that belt off because it's not necessarily the, the, the purpose then and then just right. focus on the knowledge and growth. And yeah, always being a student is important. Well, Mr. Garza, anything else you'd like to add for, for you know, the audience? And Just a pleasure to be here. I've enjoyed meeting Mr. J, Grandmaster J, and uh, looking forward to meeting the others. And you know, I'm such a relationship guy. I'm always interested in everybody's story, and and I'm happy to share mine. If it's a blessing to them, great. If it's not, it's the truth. All right, <laughs> right, right. From your heart, right. Amen. What comes from the heart touches the heart. That's right. Hopefully there. Well, well, sir, it was a pleasure. Thank you, yes, and sir. we'll we'll see you right. soon. And you guys. Uh, Stay tuned. Make sure you're following the podcast, the YouTube channel, and uh, let's make some good things happen. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.